What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, February 25th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the co-CEO of Iron Galaxy Studios, Chelsea Blasco. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, Greg. How are you? I'm excellent. Uh, of course, I'm in San Francisco where I had to shut the shades and try to block out as much yeah. sun as possible. We've had a heat wave here. I'm sure it's the same thing in Chicago, yes? It is a balmy 39 degrees. Ooh-wee, look at yeah. that. You guys, we are feeling Everybody's out it. on the lake. Yeah, everybody's out yeah. on the lake right now. Yeah, kids are out in their shorts running around. People are fired up. I, we actually have sunshine, though. It's sunshine. Okay, so that's I good. It's really not blocked out by snow. Much. I can take that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, I haven't had any floods yet. The snow is not melted sure. into the basement, sure. so that's good. Yeah, give it a couple months. You know how it goes in Chicago. You'll I get know. There. I You'll know. get there. I can't wait. I bought stands, you know, keep everything up off the floor. <laughs> See, you're a professional. You're I a true Chicagoan. You know? <laughs> uh, Chelsea. You, of course, have been on the Kind of Funny Games cast before. Actually, I think it was P.S. I Love You. You guys had come through years yeah. ago in the spare bedroom and did P.S. I Love You. For people who had missed that, who are you and what's Iron Galaxy? Oh, gosh. Who am I? What an existential question. I know. Uh, I like to throw you the big one first. <laughs> well, I am the currently the co-CEO at Iron Galaxy Studios. Um, I started at Iron Galaxy about 11 years ago. I like to say 1942. It feels about that long. Um, I came on as a producer, so I've been in games about 15 years. Um, Dave Lang, the founder, some of you may know exactly, Boo. the monster. Uh, he thought I'd have like nothing to do and turned out there was plenty of work to do. But now, you know, we've gone from 13 people to 200 people. So there's there's still plenty of work to do, Greg. I'm still busy all, all the time. Well, and that's one of the things, right? Of course, I think, you know, you, when we talk about uh, Iron Galaxy, for so many people, yes, it is Dave Lang. It is Adam Boys. It does all these clowns. But you guys are a serious video game developer, Killer Instinct, Dive Kick. You've done a bunch of different projects and stuff like that. But what's most exciting, I think, is that you've been very vocal about this new IP you're working on. Of course, very vocal in saying you have a new IP, not what it is. But what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so we are really excited to be working on new IP. Um, you know what? I, I I'm gonna take I'm gonna take just a kernel of credit for coming up with uh, the idea at a very high level, just because I have it's exciting. It's exciting yeah. for me, right? Um, it's a, a multiplayer melee based kind of combat game, but um, that's about all we can say. So we're gonna okay. be really excited to talk about it later mm. this year. Oh, this year. Okay, okay. Seems like you were talk ramping up. Talk about it. Talk it seems about like you were it, ramping Greg. up a talk bit. You know, you guys are doing, you're out there, you're on this show. You, Of course, you got yeah. Deej over there, formerly yeah. a Bungie. Got, like, you're getting a sure team do. together. Yeah. We sure yeah. are getting a team together, but we've been getting a team together forever, right? This is not our first rodeo. That's true. That's true. Well, I'm excited to see what it is, and I'm so glad you got to come back to Kind of Funny Games and do some Thank stuff with you. us today. Thanks for uh, having luckily me. For you, lucky for you, it's a super slow news day. Uh, <laughs> let's talk today <laughs> about the fact that Anthem Next is dead. Henry Cavill is teasing something Mass Effect related <laughs> and Bravely Default 2 reviews are in because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news need know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Of course, on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns about the daily news 
as well as get the show ad-free and with, get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday on patreon.com slash games. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, just like Royal Martin is, uh, Jerky is, um, the Media is, uh, but Lord Primus is. Uh, if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Uh, real quick housekeeping for you because it is a jam-packed show and a jam-packed day. Today, there is a PlayStation State of Play. We will be live reacting to it at 2 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash games. If you missed the live stream of us reacting to it, of course, you know, copyright claims dependent we will be on youtube.com slash kind of funny games later with all the trailers and the things you can look at there the actual rundown just posted over there also last night we drafted our fcf team for week three we are playing against the zippers this saturday you can come with our pregame coverage starting at 4 30 p.m pacific time twitch.tv slash kind of funny games as we get ready to see the kind of funny wild aces square off against the zippers Thank you to our Patreon producers, Graham of Legend, David Mintel, Trent Berry, Blackjack, Louise Aguiar, uh, at 8-Bit Louise, James Davis, at, eight, at James Davis Makes. I tossed an 8-Bit in there, too. The Nanobiologist. Uh, today, we're brought to you by Brooklyn and Burrow and Logitech, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Chelsea, we got seven items on the Roper Report. Uh, oh, my Baker's gosh. Number one is a news story uh, that broke yesterday, but broke the week before when Jason Schreier said, of course, EA was meeting with Bioware to decide what was going to happen with Anthem Next. I didn't know we would get an answer this quickly. It turns out Anthem Next is canceled. It is done. It is dead. We start with Christian Daly at Bioware, who writes, friends. In the spirit of transparency and closure, we want to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, a.k.a. Anthem Next. We will, however, continue to keep the Anthem Live service running as it exists today. Since Anthem's launch, the team has been working hard to continually improve the game, releasing multiple updates that brought with them a variety of improvements and introduced new content to play. Towards the end of 2019, we expanded on that effort and started working on a more fundamental restructure of the game. During the development, we provided updates revealing some of the team's work through blog posts and conversations with you on social media, and it's been inspiring for us to see the positive reactions and feedback. I've been incredibly proud of the work the team has been doing and excited to see, the, and, excited to see and play each new build of the experience. 2020 was a year unlike any other, however, and we, while we continue to make progress against all our game projects at BioWare, working from home during the pandemic has made an impact to our productivity, and not everything we had planned as a studio before COVID-19 can be accomplished without putting undue stress on our teams. I know this will be disappointing to the community of Anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements we've been working on. It's also disappointing for the team who were doing brilliant work. And for me personally, Anthem is what brought me to Bioware, and the last two years have been some of the most challenging and rewarding experiences of my career. Game development is hard. Decisions like these are not easy. Moving forward, we need to be laser or I'm sorry, we need to laser focus our efforts as a studio and strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing to provide quality updates to Star Wars the Old Republic. 
To the Anthem community, thank you for your passion and creativity. Your feedback and suggestions most certainly help shape the team's direction. And on a personal note, your kindness and encouragement were much needed last year. Please stay safe and be kind to each other. Strong alone, stronger together, Christian. Chelsea, I want to start. I'm so glad you're here for this because I feel every week we talk about game development like we know what we're talking about and we don't know anything. We're just a bunch of morons who play video games and people listen to for some reason. For you reading this letter, what is the first thing you think? I mean, game development is hard. That's that's not a joke. 2020 definitely threw a lot of people a lot of curveballs. So I have a lot of compassion for them, right? You never yeah, know. Totally. You never know what will happen to any of your titles. We work with so many different partners, and that's kind of one of the reasons we do, right? Because a title could go away. You just have no idea. And so looking to have multiple multiple eggs and multiple baskets. Sure. And that's always been our strategy to lead to stability. But anytime something gets canceled, it hurts. Um, obviously, I'm sure the team was invested. I'm sure the team has a lot of feelings about it. So I feel for them. That's that's my Yeah, I feel for them. Yeah, I especially feel for Christian and this team that they're talking about, right? The, I think yeah, it was Jason yeah. Trier's article that talked about 30 people being on Anthem Next trying to yeah. figure out where it would go for it. And you have a group that is working so hard from behind the eight ball knowing you know yeah. obviously what the reputation of anthem is based on its launch and what people think of you know the, it's a punchline on so many different shows and podcasts like what do you to commit to hey as he talks about here right the last two years of his life being the most difficult but most rewarding you commit to accepting a challenge where i think the if you could pull it off and they would have got the time and they could have done it like what a success story what a reward but instead you're here writing this very heartfelt letter i feel to say goodbye to the audience and of course this dream that you had and that's rough that sucks yeah no it, it definitely sucks it definitely sucks for the team for the players for everybody you know it's yeah it's never any fun when anything gets canceled i yeah, yeah. i and so then my question for you becomes chelsea a little bit a more top level from Anthem, right? And also, sure. I need to apologize. I know you. we know each other. I think sometimes people uh, underestimate how loud I am. Can you pull your microphone back just oh, a bit? Oh, sure. Because what's happening you know is, that... is it's pick... No, no, pull it away from your mouth. Away oh, from your mouth. Right? You sound great. It's oh, that wow. what's happening is I'm coming in so loud through your headphones that I hear oh, my myself God. echoing, and I know then people do too. So you're... No, I'm you're a, great. I'm going to turn you down a little. I'm going to turn you down. My microphone. I just am going to pretend you're one of my family members. Exactly. All right. Thanks, mom. Just pull the phone away. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 Yeah, no, no. I'm no, no, not no. yelling. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> Don't tell me to calm down. The amount of times I've had that fight. Um, going top level with it, though. I think sure. you know we sit here and we talk about any game that has come uh, games as service since uh, Anthem, right? You talk about Avengers. Yeah. Uh, you talk about you know trying to meet the hype you've made when we talk about Cyberpunk, which we will in this episode as well. Our I think, you know, it's so easy for the armchair quarterbacks that don't make games, and that includes us and everybody else who's making podcasts or reviewing them for the most part, right? To sit there and go, oh, man, I wonder if this will be a lesson to future developers. I wonder if this is going to have a chilling effect on somebody, a studio like BioWare, who wanted to stretch their legs and do something different or had the mandate from EA to do something different. Is that a realistic thing from your side of the industry, from somebody who makes games? Or is it that, like, you're talking about it, like, I, tell me if I'm wrong. Games get canceled all the time, and we just don't know about it. 
Yeah, I think games get canceled all the time. Either people don't know about it, you know, because it happens so early on that nothing's even been announced. Things get canceled that everybody loves. I think there's so many different decisions that go into it. We don't know. We don't know how many different decisions they had to make along the way, what kind of compromises they had to make, right? They, he talked about people being home for COVID and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and people are having, one of the things that kind of made me think of too, and we've talked about a lot more in games the last year are mental health challenges. Yeah. So I, I feel for the team, I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what the challenges the team's facing and what kind of hard decisions they all had to make together to decide that this wasn't, this wasn't the right place to go. I don't think this is any, you know, like referendum on, on their abilities or them as a studio. I don't, I don't think that at all. I think, there are hard choices to be made now in these really crazy times. Yeah. And even not in these crazy times, games get canceled. That just, it just happens. So. Again, not to, I'm not trying to wade into your uh, ledger or anything like that, sure. but for Iron Galaxy has, has how, what was, what was the initial thought of when COVID starts? Like, uh, you know, for kind of funny, I was like, Oh my God, sure. is this going to change everything? Are we going to have to let people go? Are we going to see numbers drop? Like, I remember with all the announcements and the co-CEO and Deej and stuff, like you guys are, yeah. uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're either making or moving to a far bigger office, right? Wasn't that part of the plans? So we, uh, the office was moved while we've been home. But yes, we went in Chicago from 15,000 square feet to 30,000 square feet. I haven't been in since it was like studs and, and construction, sure, sure. right? Um, but yeah, yeah. we've, I, I didn't know either. So, right, you know, if we're going, I'm looking, I'm looking over, I always keep a paper calendar. That's where I'm looking. But it's been almost a full year that we've been home. Yeah, so when outrageous. all this went down, I mean, I kind of felt naive. I thought maybe it'd be six weeks, maybe it'd be three months. I had no idea it'd be a year, right? Yeah. And so it did take a lot of effort to get home. And we wondered what would happen because we work with so many partners. We, we can't just think about us, what's going on at Iron Galaxy. We had to think about what's going to happen with our, you know, seven, eight different partners that we're sure. working with, right? And and variety of different things happen. We, I feel super lucky we've been able to hire like 60 people during the pandemic. Um, awesome. I, I feel just super lucky to be in games because I think games just fortunately ended up being one of those thriving industries during COVID. You know, people were looking for an escape. People are looking to connect virtually because they can't get out and connect physically anymore. Course, so yeah. luckily, games ended up just playing a bigger part in their lives and luckily that means it's good for us right and, was and it hard for you to take these 200 employees and move them home and then i think i guess figure out work from home solutions and this and what oh, kind of infrastructure sure. yeah oh definitely yeah but we did it i mean i i couldn't have done it obviously without my it and my ops team and everything of um yeah so it, it we turned it all around in about three days back in march it was. Oh my gosh! Uh, wow! Wow! Yeah, Dave, we Dave did that, Adam, but there there was nine of us. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wow. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. David and Adam were actually on their last business trip of the year, and I had stayed behind because I was like, I don't know what's gonna go on with this COVID. You know, story of my life. I'm the I'm the adult at home. That's why Somebody you haven't seen me out David Adam, too much, for sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, we just got to get people home because we don't know what's going on here. We didn't. At that time, it was scary, right? You didn't know. Oh, is transportation shutting down? What's happening? So we had people in Ubers with their equipment, 
sending people home. We worked with all of our partners because like we'll talk about later, <laughs> there's a lot of security things you have to button up. And especially if you're sending everyone home and now, you know, God bless IT again for keeping mm -hmm. all that running, making sure that everything's really secure and our partners can still feel comfortable with us working on their titles, right? Yeah. Because it's a privilege. All right. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. What I want to do is stay in the Bioware uh, realm, but go to happier news, obviously. Okay. Number two, what's Henry Cavill doing with Mass Effect? This is Carol Laska over at Game Pressure. Kevin, if you want to throw up the link I have here, it's going to go to Henry Cavill's Instagram, which I saw yesterday. It's him teasing that he's on set for something secret project, or is it? Ha ha ha. Of course, Henry Cavill, Superman, never forget. Uh, he was in some stupid Mission Impossible movie that then didn't let him shave his mustache when he had to go do reshoots for the <laughs> Justice remember. League. And like, it wouldn't have saved Justice League, but it definitely made Justice League worse but thank god we have Zack snyder's just league coming next week save yeah, the day don't worry about it everything. It's gonna fix uh everything. however let's get back into it and i know you're wrong i just said next week i meant next, well i guess next month is next week so i checked out all right but you know what i mean anyways let's get to carol's report here henry cavill our beloved Geralt from uh netflix's the witcher and superman from the snyder's dc uh from snyder's dc films posted a mysterious photo on instagram today in which he can be seen in make in a makeup room holding sheets of paper unfortunately with the text completely blurred the actor hinted that the photo's in the photo's description that he was preparing for a new project. What exactly? Well, we have an idea. It's all thanks to one of our colleagues who, using the right program, Focus Magic, got rid of the annoying blur on the photo, enabling us to decipher the text. The, results, the result is surprising, to say the least, as we can make out the words Cerberus, Reaper, Geth, or, and I think it's actually an and, Talizora. Uh, those who are uh, more observant probably already know what this is about, uh, so I won't keep you in suspense. Cavill is holding in his hand text connected to the Mass Effect series. Our little investigation suggests that it's a script or at least a preliminary draft for a film or TV series project connected with the bo popular Bioware brand. This time, however, another member of the editorial staff was perceptive as he noticed that Cavill was uh, probably reading a text copied from the English Wikipedia entry about Mass Effect 3. Then they go in to put it all in there, but it's just what we're talking about. You see the words that are popping up there as they explain Mass Effect 3. And maybe it's a spoiler, and maybe you're going to finally play that when it comes out as a remaster here in a little bit, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Chelsea, what is your relationship with Mass Effect, and what do you read into this? Uh, what I read into this is that I should never trust blurring any of my photos again, because <laughs> yeah. uh, that sounds like bad news. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think all the times I've, I, there was one I saw on Reddit the other day of some, but he took a, it was a uh, police officer who took a, Kevin, I'll need your help with this too, because I, I don't understand the technology behind this one either. It was police officers who took a car and they were like, we just got undercover cop cars. Shame we can't show them because they had gone out and scratched them out or whatever. And then somebody went in on the face, in, on the, the Facebook post had gone in and like, changed the tones of the photos and got through it and was able to show the cars and i'm like i think of all the things i've blacked out in photos and posted i'm like huh that's uh, nothing safe everything sucks great okay yep, yep, yeah be careful yeah exactly yeah uh I, you know what i i have not played mass what? <laughs> i almost went to work at bioware i know i know world send the hate mail now i, I have it. been i have you're in good company everything's fine i have my perceptions of people in the industry have been rocked over and over again since this Mass Effect uh, Legendary Collection got announced. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I want to replay them again. And the amount of people on podcasts I've been with, I haven't played them at all. I've never played one. I've never played one. The people in chat, the people on Twitter, I'm like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And you're over here making games. I guess you're busy. I, I guess know. that's your excuse. I am busy. I don't know. You got to go make them. Lord almighty. All right. Well, then start from a non-fan perspective, would this get you in? Would you want to watch a Mass Effect TV show or something if Henry Cavill's in it? 
it'll make my sister. My sister's first tattoo was Superman right here. She was 17 and uh, she, <laughs> my mom had to sign a waiver. So she is into it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah. She excited for the Snyder Cut, you know, she, coming yeah. up really quick here yeah. next month. Yeah. Four hours. It's going to be great. It's going to be dynamite. Can't wait. Yeah, for me with this one, I saw I saw the Henry thing. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then to have them dive into it, even cooler. But I don't know, yeah, what it's for. I find it interesting. The post is still up, which leads me to believe that, I mean, you know, from what I've seen with Henry Cavill, he's pretty good with his social media in terms of posting what he's allowed to post. So someone approved that photo. But even after the fact, when it's done, you could try sand effect it, I guess, and delete it. And then it's a bigger deal. But maybe it was also that people might be able to read some of the pages. People might be able to get into that. And it would be a way to break down and make it more of an event. Is that not his Kevin, like, Witcher wig? Like, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. Can you throw the photo the again? Yeah, because none of the characters have long, stupid hair like that, right? Well, none of, I mean, it's that thing of it's just, none of the characters as wig, we yeah. know them. Yeah, yeah, it's a definitely a dumb-looking wig. I thought it was, when I first saw it, yeah, that it was going to be something about uh, Witcher-related. But yeah, it could be anything. Like, Maybe it's like some it. kind of weird crossover thing. It could be just an ad. They could have got him to do some weird ad, you know? Yeah, this number one rose something drink. There you go. That's what it is. It's going to be all the... It'll be Geralt. It'll be Shepard. It'll be uh, Mario coming in to sell this number one Rosemont tequila or whatever. I hope so. Yeah, okay. Okay. We'll keep your eyes peeled there. i to come up with my own tequila. Why not? Seems I mean, like anybody can do, do it. The Rock right? did it. You know what I mean? I know. Whatever. You slap your name on a bottle. It's super simple. We'll get a kind of funny one one day. Why uh, let's go to on bad. The rock all of a sudden, like, don't. Kevin, I'm out here, and you know what? I've tried to be The Rock's friend for a long time, and we used to tweet at each other a lot. And he introduced me at Kind of Funny Live Three, and now it's the heel turn. Here's where I switch over on The Rock. Oh, Lord. Here's where I roll him. You oh, know what uh-oh. I mean? Just saying, if he's if he's a man, he'll come fight me. <laughs> 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 uh, keep your eyes peeled for whatever this is going to be. Rock, you know, I'd be your friend. Okay, well, there you go. Lose one, gain one, I guess, however yeah. it works. Uh, number three, uh, things are worse at CD Projekt Red than we thought initially. Uh, this is Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg. Uh, CD Projekt SA said Wednesday it will delay a promised update to the much-criticized role-playing game Cyberpunk 2077, pinning the blame for its slow progress on a recent security breach. We obviously talked about that yesterday uh, when, the you know, the, hey, we're going to have to delay it because of everything that's happened, so on and so forth. But then Jason gets into more of it. As a result of the ransomware attack, which was disclosed on February 9th, most of its employees have been locked out of their workstations for the past two weeks, according to people familiar with the matter. The Polish company had planned to release a patch to fix bugs and other issues in the game this month, but, quote, the recent cyber attack on the studio's IT infrastructure and extensive scope of the update mean this unfortunately will not happen, end quote, the company said in a tweet. It now aims to release the patch in the second half of March. The work stoppage poses a major setback to CD Projekt's attempt to rescue a game in desperate need of repairs. CD Projekt Red said it refused to pay a ransom, uh, or pay, uh, pay a ransom to the hackers, and it has quote cut off remote access to internal network uh, resources and isolated the internal network from the internet, according to a statement from the company to former employees on February 17th. As a result, employees remain unable to log on to the company's virtual private network, making it impossible to access the systems and tools needed to do most of their jobs, said the people requesting anonymity because they weren't authorized to talk publicly. Although some CD Projekt, Re- CD Projekt employees are working uh, from the headquarters in Warsaw, the majority are at home due to the COVID pandemic. When asked for comment, CD Projekt referred to the February 17th letter. Another one, Chelsea, of like, ooh, you feel for yeah. it. I didn't. 
when they an- yeah. announced the hack and they're not going to give it to the ransoms, our take here was mainly like, and maybe you could tell us more of this too, of like they were trying to ransom back before they went off and auctioned the source code on the d- dark web. And we were all like, who cares about the source code? If you have, like, it's a copy of the game, do what you want, blah, blah, blah. I didn't go take into account the fact that if they were going to go on full lockdown, like we were talking about, work from home kind of screws all of that up. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they made the right call, though. You have to do that. You have to lock everything down then for security. You have to lock everyone out. You have to do an investigation. And those things take time. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think they made the right call locking it all down. It's too bad. Yeah. Again, it sucks. Sure, <laughs> it really yeah. It sucks. It's, it's you know, but... Cyberpunk can't catch a break. You know what I mean? No. And, like, I, and I, there's always this push and pull when we talk about this, of course, of like, uh, woe is the cyberpunk people. Remember, of course, they're the developers who we're talking about here who are working on this game and trying to deliver on the promise that, as we've heard from other Jason Try articles, they were forced to ship early because of top-down pressure. We're not talking about the people at the top. We're talking about your character artists, your environment artists, your riggers who just want to have a, a, a chance to fix their game. But now they've been locked out for two weeks. And again, they pushed this patch. And then, of course, it's all this hate on Twitter again for them. Yeah, I, you know, I was... I was maybe in the minority when I played the game at first. I was like, I don't know what anyone's complaining about. Luckily, I got to play on Xbox Series X. So my graphics were good. You know, I didn't run into a bunch of problems or anything. So, um, yeah, I again, (laughs) the theme is I feel for them. That's going to be my quote of the day because, yeah, no, nobody, nobody wants to be in this position. You're right. The art, the artists and everybody just wants to get the patch out. Right. They want to they want to turn it around like No Man's Sky. It, I, I also liked that game when it came out. So I can get just keep sending me the hate mail, everybody. You're in good but, company there. Kevin and I always <laughs> talk about the fact that we like No Man's Sky for what it was okay. when it launched. But again, yeah. but again, we had seen it beforehand and we weren't expecting it to be this like end all be all. This is, you know, the future. Right. And so I get it. But even that they took so much flack and they were able to redeem themselves. Right. So so I'm hoping that's what happens for CD Projekt, too. Yeah. And that's the thing is at this point, again, I'm not pulling for the company or the heads. I'm pulling for the devs to get their shot. at Yeah. And nobody deserves to be hacked and have their stuff ransomed. And then on top of that, be locked out because of this. And like this is exacerbating the problem they were already you know, the, the hackers are hacking them because they're pissed about their decisions, and this is now exacerbating the things that pissed off the hackers, and it's like, this is such a quagmire. The morale of the team goes down. Totally. You know, if you're sitting there locked out, unable to work on it, unable to fix anything, you're you're just messing with the morale of the team, and that sucks. These people are just trying to do their job. They're just trying to provide fun content for, for you at home, and that's all they're trying to do. From your side of the industry, how important is studio morale, and how do you keep it up? I think studio morale is super important. Uh, I mean, that's one of the main things I focus on a lot, right, is culture and how do we keep that together and especially moving remote. Because one Mm. of the kind of silver linings was learning that we didn't do something as well as I thought we did originally. So we've got the two locations, as you might know, Chicago and Orlando. And I felt pretty comfortable that we had a good, you know, just a, a good tight connection between the studios and i'd travel down to florida dave travels down to studio down to florida adam does whatever but then going home and having COVID hit and everyone being remote really showed me that we could be doing more to just bring everybody together right and just make sure everyone felt like they're part of the team and so you know mixed bag is now people don't even know what studio they're in they're like oh you're in the chicago studio because so many people have never met each other in real life 
So I, I thought it was really important, especially with the challenges. Like now your work is like they're your community right now in a lot of ways. So trying to foster and bring more ways to bring people together and talk about mental health and talk about we've got a parent caregivers chat, like just talk about things people are going through. I think I think that's really important. I guess what I'm I'm realizing what I'm saying is it's more important to be engaged even more at a personal level with people to be even more vulnerable to keep morale up. Sure. We're not doing as many of the like release parties, that kind of thing, but just this like checking in with people and making sure they're okay. And I think we'll just keep doing that regardless of when the studio is open or people are home or whatever. Yeah. I think, you know, what you're saying there at the end is universal, right? Cause I think that's yeah. the, the thing I half joke about, but it's like, if I'm not on a show with a person, like I don't really talk to them anymore, right? I slack them and I do something, but I don't talk to them. And then on top of that, if it's a, a show like this, it's far less personal about what's going on in their life, right? You know, I mean, like Kevin's on yeah. just about every show with me, but it's the 10 minutes before and after combined where we catch up about what's going on in his personal, what's happening with the tortoise and all these other things like that I need. I, I would get in a normal office. I'd get that while we walked around or while we talked or while there was a minute of downtime, we were all shouting about something. Exactly. I mean, even my best friends are like, let's set up a time to Zoom. And I'm like, why can't mm -hmm. you just call me? Why do we have to now set up a special time to get together? Like just all these extra barriers. So we're trying to do a lot more to just bring people together and care about people. I mean, that's weird, but, you know, care about people. <laughs> do you, have you at all thought about i know you just moved the studio while this has happened right, sure. was there ever a thought of not go, or not going back to studios just staying remote forever no we want to go back to the studio i mean not just because we have all this extra square footage i mean i think most of our people really enjoy being in the studio we've done a couple different surveys throughout and most people really do want to get back um we actually we've got couple people back in the office we did a little pilot program because we really mm -hmm. do want to think about people's physical health and their mental health right and sure. some people are just having a hard time at home they like to have that routine they want to get out of their pajama pants and like get go to the office so you know i we're going to always have an office in some capacity okay you're in good company there too yeah we're yeah. we're we're all foaming at the mouth to get back. We all want to get back. Uh, speaking of getting back, Greg, Way, let's get back to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, where of course you can go to be part of the show. You can get the show with the exclusive post show. We do each and every weekday, and you can get every episode of games daily ad free, but guess what, Jack, you're not watching on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. So let me tell you about our sponsors. I'm starting with Brooklinen. Life is too short to sleep between anything less than really nice sheets, but maybe you looked at some retailers and calculated the year Years of interest you'd pay on just one set and gave up. Trust me, go check out Brooklinen. Brooklinen was started by Rich and Vicky, who were also tired of trying to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. And when they couldn't do it, they founded Brooklinen as the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markups. Brooklinen has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. Brooklinen has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. They are so confident you will love their products they even offer a 365 day money back guarantee and brooklinen is so much more than sheets they've got comforters pillows towels even loungewear and more and guess what kind of funny loves brooklinen you know i only sleep in my brooklinen sheets and i use a brooklinen towel i can't get enough of it uh tim also loves the sheets but who cares about tim 
I'm Greg, and I'm telling you I like it. Uh, go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code KFGD. Hey, that's a short code. To get 25% off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And enter the promo code KFGD to get 25% off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com. Use the promo code KFGD at checkout. Up next is Burrow. Finding new furniture is always a hassle, whether it's finding what's right, getting it delivered, or the setup itself. That's why we're excited to tell you about this show being supported by Burrow, the furniture company that's designing smarter, simpler things for modern life at home. They built the company from the ground up to fix all the ways that shopping for furniture is frustrating. Every decision they make, from the first sketch of a new couch to the fast free delivery promise, is made with your experience in mind. No more visits to far-flung warehouse stores, no high-pressure salespeople. Plus, Burrow's world-class support team is available for you whenever you need. It's furniture and design for the way you live. The credenzas are actually tall enough to fit next-gen consoles standing vertically, and the award-winning Nomad Sofa has a built-in USB charger. Assembly is simple. Burrow customers literally write reviews applauding the instructions for being so easy to follow. Modular design means that they're easy to set up, but also easy to take you with you to your next home. That's what Tim Geddes did with one of the couches he has. He loves it. Burrow is also fast and has free shipping on every order. Burrow saves you an, ex- an average, I'm sorry, of $100 on large items like a couch. Right now, you can get 75% off your first order at burrow.com slash games. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash games for $75 off your Burrow purchase. Burrow.com slash games. And then our final sponsor is Logitech. Gaming headsets are important. You want a headset with a good mic, good sound, and a headset that feels comfortable to wear. That's what's best about the G733 wireless gaming headset from Logitech G. The Logitech 7, no, hold on. The Logitech G733 light speed wireless gaming headset comes with 2.4 gigahertz wireless connectivity, front-facing dual-zone like-sync RGB, blue voice mic technology, Pro-G audio drivers, and multiple colorways to choose from. It also has total freedom with up to 20 meters of wireless range with light speed wireless. Uh, keep playing with 29 plus hours of battery life. Play wirelessly on the PlayStation 4 with stereo sound. With front-facing dual-zone light-sync RGB lighting you can personalize your headset lighting across the style and comfort uh, the reversible suspension headband is designed for ultimate comfort during long play sessions each g733 colorway has its own unique headband design there's also there's also soft dual layer memory foam that conforms to your head and contours around the jaw for a better seal i still don't think that's right I don't think it's going around your jaw and locking in, but I don't know. Reduced stress points delivers long-lasting comfort. It's available in multiple colorways. Each it's like because is it like a Bane mask? Is a vibrant reversible I, headband and corresponding ear pads? Right. Uh, sorry, I've seen one of those old school football helmets. Yeah. It's got like a oh, strap. Man. You I know? don't know. It's got to be a. They, I think they're using a like. It's written by somebody at Logitech who's like. This is the jaw, like something about the headset is technically called a jaw, but I'm telling you, it does not communicate. It sounds like I'm getting a muzzle. Uh, For a limited time, Logitech G is offering our listeners express shipping at LogitechG.com. Use the code kind of funny daily free ship 222 for express shipping today. That's express shipping for all Logitech G products with the promo code kind of funny daily free ship 222. Hurry now, since after this promo, the code expires in three days. I gotta order one if I know. Nah, I gotta know what a jaw is on these headsets. Because if it. it did turn gotta out to be a Bane it. mask, I'm like, all right, let's try it's that out too. Let's see what that's mask. all. Tim has it. <laughs> 
Does he lock it over his face though? Is he it like a Spider-Man lock mask? It over his face? No. I, I if there was a if somebody's making Why a gaming not? headset that can lock up Tim's jaw, tell me I will buy it for him. <laughs> Number four on the Roper Report. Guess what, everybody? Bravely default two reviews are up, and I have your review roundup right now. Actually, two hours ago at eight uh, forty-three a.m., uh, Metacritic was sitting at an eighty. IGN gave it an eight point zero, and Seth Macy wrote. Bravely Default 2 is a long, familiar journey with excellent customizable combat and job systems that let you make your party and your playthrough truly your own. Its character and enemy art uh, that was excellent on the 3DS doesn't translate all that well to the higher resolution of the Nintendo Switch, but the beautiful backdrops and environments get a massive boost from and look fantastic. And while the grind is real and the repetitive fetch quests abound, it's so easy to pick up and put back down that it feels like less of a grind and more of a constructive way to kill some time. With plenty of old school sensibilities and tons of improvements on the formula, Bravely Default 2 is almost everything I crave from a JRPG outside of a grand story. Meanwhile, I got an 8.0 as well at Game Informer. Daniel Tack wrote, Bravely Default 2 succeeds at delivering what it's best at, offering a taste of the past with the emphasis on creative, on creative class combinations, hordes of foes, and big boss battles. Bravely Default 2 definitely harnesses some of the ancient enchantment of, yeah, enchantment of classic grind-and-go console RPGs, but don't expect anything beyond that. And then GameSpot gave it a 6. Steve Watts wrote, I'm left with mixed feelings about Bravely Default 2. There's a lot to like and a core that's still fun and engaging. But the removal of some key quality of life features gives the experience a lot more friction than prior games. I've loved the Bravely Default series for letting me feel like I'm 15 again, with all the time in the world to grind on a full set of level 99 characters, while still respecting my time by recognizing I don't actually want to do that. Bravely Default 2 asked me to put put in the tedious work and lost some of the series I in the process chelsea are you a bravely default fan are you a jrpg fan uh i i am a little bit of a jrpg fan i have uh yeah i wonder what has been removed that gives more friction that's my question yeah it sounds like it's just putting more of the busy work back into it a little bit right and the grind repetitive fetch quests stuff like that it sounds like what i what i it sounds like what uh, it's a it's a rare JRPG that draws me in, right? And I think really it's something like Persona Four, right? I keep trying with and Pers- Persona Four and Persona Three, Persona Five. I still c- have never gotten like I can't put it down with. I enjoy it. I get what it is, but the grind is always so real in those games. And going through the menus and selecting your things, right, just isn't for me. And I think Octopath Traveler I enjoyed quite a bit too. But like this one here sounds like what I'd expect from a Bravely Default game, and so I I think it's going to serve those purposes for those people, but maybe it just doesn't move the needle forward in any way. Yeah, I'm I'm not a person who plays like a, you know, 400 hours of almost anything. Mm -hmm. I I kind of, I take it, I play the game for about six hours, I enjoy something, and then I kind of move on. So, you know, maybe then the grind doesn't bother me so much, because... You never see it. I'm done. Yeah. By the time you get to where it's going to ask you to grind, you're like, whatever. I'm done. What's the, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. 80 out right now for Bravely Default 2. If you're one of them JRPG folks, go get it and see what you think. Uh, Number five, uh, the boss of Amazon Luna has bounced from Amazon. Uh, This is Tom Warren at The Verge. Amazon's head of Fire TV, Kindle, and its new Luna Cloud gaming service departed the company this month. 
Uh, Mark Witten has joined Unity as an executive on the company's Unity Create Business. Unity is a cross-platform game engine that many developers use to get their games running across multiple devices. Witten's departure, spotted by Matthew Ball on Twitter, comes less than six months after Amazon launched an early-access version of Luna, the company's new cloud gaming service. It also comes during the same month Google announced it's shutting down its in-house game development studios for Stadia. That's left the writing on the wall for Stadia, as it increasingly looks like Google will focus on licensing the underlying tech it has built out to industry partners. Amazon's Luna is currently available on PC, Mac, iOS, and Android, as long as you're invited to the service. Amazon has also expanded Luna to Fire TV devices without an invite, but it's still limited to just the U.S. right now. It's not clear when Amazon plans to make Luna available more broadly. Wynn confirmed his Amazon departure on Twitch yesterday, quote, on Twitter yesterday, quote, that'd be cool if he just did a Twitch stream. He's like, yeah, I bounced. Anyways, <laughs> let's play League of Legends. Uh, uh, quote, I'm digging in at Unity, of course, uh, but it is so much fun seeing the amount of energy, passion, and creator slash user love here. Of course, I'm not familiar with Tom, or I'm, I'm just not familiar with Mark Witten. Sorry, Tom wrote the article. I'm familiar with him. Uh, people, I feel like, leave all the time. These big positions do all that different stuff. But Chelsea, that's not enough for the nanobiologist who writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says, Hi, Greg and Chelsea. Amazon Luna is losing its boss. Now, this may seem alarming as Google is just going through an upheaval uh, for themselves with Stadia. Is now the time to consider game streaming dead? Will there only be NVIDIA, uh, Shield, and xCloud? Or is this just normal business as usual? Chelsea, you are in the, the industry. You are the business. Sure. <laughs> is this business sure, as usual? Or is <laughs> Is, the I am the business. That's what we'll call I, you. Triple H I, is the game when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. Chelsea Blasco is the business, all right, oh, of video yes. games. That's right. Um, you know, I I don't think it's dead. I I think you know some things just take a while to stick. You know, uh, I don't. I think streaming is there's still going to be more tries. I really think they they need to find their market. That's that's what I think. Yeah. The technology's not going to die. There, it's it's going to be used. I think it's just it's just going to take a little while. So, because I because I really do think it will democratize gaming, and I, I believe the mission. I believe it's going to help bring sure. gaming to new audiences. Believe it's going to make it more accessible. I also don't know Mark Witten. Um, so seems like he's been through a lot of different product launches, though, like three Xbox console launches and a product head. So. Who knows? And I, not to I, mention, know, too, he's the head of Fire Fire TV, Kindle, yeah. and Luna. It's not like he yeah. came on to do Luna specifically. And I think you're right of, like, that's where streaming is, is that I think, you know, when you see a player like Google or Amazon or Xbox get involved with it, you want to think that, oh, man, like, they're committed and let's talk about the next 10 years, when in reality it is a whole bunch of people trying to figure out how to make this work, which means there's going to be a whole bunch of people who decide, you know what, this is not worth it for us to try to make this work. And I think that's where Google is going to end up with it. I wouldn't say that this is a, a flare from Amazon that they're already giving up on Luna. I think Luna being so much smaller, being invite-only, being what honestly Stadia should have been, right? Of a small launch. It's not exactly where we want it to be, but we need you trying it out. Let alone the fact that they're doing things like the Ubisoft channel of games that you can get in there. There's a bunch of interesting ideas with Luna that I'm excited to see them go on. But if Amazon does back out of Luna in two years, it is then, well, there is NVIDIA and there is Xbox and there will be somebody else who's come on board probably by then to try to figure this out. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Somebody else will figure it out if they don't and... Who knows if they still will? I... Yeah, it's I, you know mainly I hope it pushes internet speeds across the country better. <laughs> Just to let's yeah, get the infrastructure that's... everywhere. Great. 
That's, yes, that's what we need. I agree. 7G in the air, and we're just wireless everywhere. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. Number six. 7G. Guess what, everybody? There's the seven. That's what I'm talking about. You we're know what I mean? Let's just get going. Skipping Let's go G's there. there. Yeah. <laughs> Number six. There's going to be a Pokemon presentation tomorrow. They tweeted, get ready, trainers. A Pokemon Presents video presentation will be taking place on the official Pokemon YouTube channel tomorrow, Friday, February 26th at 7 a.m. Pacific time. So if you want to go catch them all, that's happening. Kevin, what are the odds Tim's going to make you wake up at 7 o'clock to this stream at? <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, yeah. yeah, whatever, I guess. You know, we'll do it. It's, you remember the last time we didn't do one, that's when they actually did something yeah, that I mattered. Know, they did Pokemon Snap. It's like all the other ones haven't mattered, right? Like, I mean, they didn't totally. matter at all. Remember when, they, remember, when you, remember when you morons woke up to hear about Pokemon Sleep? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but i'm sure playstation is going to be great this afternoon it's going to be great don't worry about it. uh final news story of the day halo tv's uh, the halo tv series is moving to paramount plus this is we're going to start at deadline uh where nelly andreva writes halo's long road to the small screen has taken one final turn which for the record i would not believe because the story has had so many turns showtime's anticipated series uh based on the hugely popular xbox video game franchise will migrate to Paramount Plus and be available exclusively on Viacom CBS's streamer. The announcement will be made during the Viacom CBS streaming event this afternoon. Produced by Showtime in partnership with 343 Industries and Amblin Television, uh, the series is in production in Budapest and will premiere on Paramount Plus in Q1 2022. Uh, for a little more context, I wanted to pull from uh, IGN's story over there. Jesse Sheedon writes, uh, Halo the series has been plagued by false starts and complications for years at this point. For a while, it seemed as though the show's woes were behind it when it began production in 2020. But as with so many Hollywood projects, production was suspended due to the pandemic. Luckily, Halo is back on track. Production is back underway in Budapest, and Viacom is teasing the Q1 2022 premiere window. Halo the series stars Pablo Schreiber uh, as Master Chief. Cortana will now be voiced at, by her video game actress, Jen Taylor. The Showtime series is being made in production with game developers 343 and Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment. Peaky Blinders and Black Mirror director Otto Bathurst is due to direct and executive produce the first nine-episode season. I, I, will, I can't believe that it's actually close. I feel like, Chelsea, for my entire career, I've heard about Halo <laughs> TV shows and movies and things. You know, well, I do follow Pablo Schreiber on Instagram, though. So he's somebody I love to hate. Maybe. Is he? I've never, I don't know who he is. Why do we hate him? Why do we love you him? You don't know him? who What's he better? is? Oh, no. he was in uh, Orange is the New Black. He was in. Um, oh, he, he was, was porn stash. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. my God. So he's I'm Master Chief. Oh, my God. This. Kevin, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want to... Oh, that's not Slack. That's the chat. Hold on, Kevin. I'm throwing this to you on this. We need to go to this Instagram post of him. I This guy is outrageously ripped. He, you don't expect it, but but uh, I've seen no. that recently. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, good yeah. for him. I'm trying... I, Probably I, doing I've, some I've, exercise I've, during this COVID. Right here. Nick Scarpino, Nick Scarpino, I've dragged you into Kind of Funny Games Daily. Nick Scarpino, this is Greg. Do you read me? Greg, what's going on? How are you doing, man? I'm great. This is Chelsea. Chelsea, this is Nick. I'm not sure hey, if you Chelsea. met. Hey, Chelsea. Um, Hello. Like, in what, 2015, 2016, she came to the spare bedroom and was on a PS I Love You, so you might have met her then. But oh, it would possibly, have been years yeah. and years ago. Uh, Nick, what I need you to do is click watch stream, and I need you to look right now and rank uh, some abs for me. Okay. This is the guy playing Master Chief. 
You might know him from Orange is the New Black, Holy Pablo shit. Schreiber. I did not know him. You might you actually follow Hollywood, so you might know uh, Pablo uh, Schreiber. Miller, can you slack me that thing that you just got? Yeah, that dude is unbelievably shredded. That guy is shredded. That's insane. I mean, it helps that he's doing dips because that kind of like it tightens all the muscles everywhere. But I'll tell you one thing right now. You could put an electric shock through my body. It's not going to look like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, I mean, you want to know how good this is, how good he looks. Look at that. Or, uh, you don't have it, I guess. On my thing, since I follow him and we're friends and now we're going to be enemies. The Rock is one of the, the comments here. The Rock is like, dude, that's work right there, brother. Raise that bar. What do you think you'd have to do? How much work do you have I to do? I thought you hated the Rock. The rock. I don't hate The Rock, Chelsea. We were starting I a fun, friendly feud. The Rock knows now. I love him. You're no, no okay. I can't. I can't hate him. I love him too much. DJ, I love you. Everybody knows it. <laughs> That's beautiful. That guy gets that. That guy would probably rank number one on my list. I mean, he does have the, the, no disrespect to The Rock. The Rock has pretty good definition in his abs too. But The Rock goes more for bulk than he does for definition. Sure. This guy is undominably shredded. That's not even a word I just made up. I just made up a word for that guy. That, I mean, that's the only way to describe how shredded he is. Yeah, thank you. That's what I meant. I'll tell you what, right <laughs> now, Chelsea, you got me to follow him. I'm following him. Yeah, I'm following follow him. him. He's that's terrifying. Happened. You know, he's like, he's a terrifying dude. It's the roles. Know, he usually, all the roles he chooses, you're like, what is up with this guy? Maybe you should choose some roles where you're not a total creep. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Call man, Master crazy. Chief, that'll do it. That'll put him out there. There he goes. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for my boy Pablo right now. Nicholas, thank you for coming over. You're, you're welcome to go back now. Yeah, see, there's the Rock Sabs. He's bulking up, as we said, right? Oh, my All gosh. Right. I'll see you on the podcast later. All right, bye. I love you. Uh, Chelsea, I can't wait to see this Master Chief thing. Now that I know that <laughs> the porn stash is Master Chief and I... I wonder if he'll ever take his helmet Q1 off. Q one twenty twenty two. I know, know. right? It's kind of, but Q one twenty twenty two is so far away. I don't know. If I wanted something more That's immediate, so say what away. came to the mom. It's so far away. That, you know how much? How, think about think about the horrors that were in twenty twelve. Okay. We haven't even gotten all started right. on this okay. one yet. All right. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops. Where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, Republic is on Switch, a game from Camouflage that uh, our friends over there made a long time ago, and now it's on Switch. Uh, Hellpoint is on Switch. Wrath, a e eon, eon of ruin. PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Jupiter Grad, PS4. Forward to the Sky, Switch. Code Realize, Winter, Winter Eyed Miracles, Switch. Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, Switch. Little Wood, Switch. Mike Dies, Switch. Lawnmower <laughs> Game Racing, Switch. Legal Dungeon, Switch. Castle Kong, Switch. Steam Prison, Switch. Underleaf, Switch. Demons Rise, Lords of Chaos, Switch. Code Breaker Puzzle 1000, English and Japanese, uh, Switch. The Lost Cube, Switch. Airy, A Journey Beyond Time, Switch. Blastful, Switch. Clocker, Switch. Uh, Dutori, Switch. Uh, Wigman, The Return of the Hidden Knights on PC. Moving Out has DLC called Movers in Paradise. Um... The Adventurous World of Five. Oh, okay. The I see what I tried to do here. I didn't. Uh, the Five Covens is on PS4 and uh, PlayStation Five today. Room to Grow, Kevin, which is that snake game I sent you. Not snake. What was it? Cactus. The cactus game I sent you launches on Steam and uh, Mac today. And you then didn't send me the code. Did you? I thought I did, didn't I? No, I think you just sent me a trailer. And you're like, hey, this is oh. this looks like it's for you. And I was like, it does. well, now it's out, and you can spend your own money on it. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then out for free today if you have the game is the Super Mario Animal Crossing items. I forgot about it. I woke up and worked this morning. Chelsea, you've already done it. Tell me about it. I already got my my wallpaper. I'm ready to go. I am living for this because I have to tell you that Animal Crossing was my game of 2020. I really was didn't I didn't need anything more stressful than like, oh, my axe broke, you know? That that's kind of what I needed for 2020. So, a Super Mario crossover, I'm living for this. You got to got to get to the nook cranny buy all your items i know i am very excited I, honestly when we are done with the show i will immediately do that as i sit back down you to can't finishing buy the all your items yet though they're just teasing it it's just a tease oh it's you one of those things where i come back every day i come back and then every you day. come back and then on march 1st you can get the rest of the stuff okay fair that's enough. what's going down fair enough. that's fine i got down. it i can come i, I mean my I, my island still is covered in pumpkins because halloween was my time yeah so it's t- yeah. it's time for a refresh and if it's putting mario blocks in and stuff i'm in the snowboys are gone. I was sick of getting trash talked by a snowboy. I'll tell you. I did it once, and I was like, you know what? I'm just I, no. I'm good. I passed on it. I can't. I, we celebrated New Year's in Animal Crossing. That was our countdown clock. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah. was enough. I did too. That's all, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, new dates for you. Destruction All-Stars is going to, of course, is free right now on PlayStation Plus. It will no longer be free, be free starting April 6th. Then you can spend $19.99 on it. Uh, there's a PlayStation blog up about all the things they're adding to Destruction All-Stars if you want to get it for free or later on you think you're going to buy it. Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed is coming out September 30th, uh, 2021 on PS5, PS4, Xbox, across the board, uh, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Dino Galaxy Tennis is coming out on March 19th on Steam. Total War The Three Kingdoms Fates Divided DLC launches March 11th. Uh, Space Otter Charlie releases releases on Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, and Steam March 18th, 2021. And then while we are live, there's been breaking Destiny 2 news. Uh, The Witch Queen has been moved to early 2022. And I'm going to sort through this over here because I know other people are shouting other things in there. Yeah, Nanobaza shouts out Destiny 2 is getting crossplay in Season 15 as confirmed by today's Bungie post. So I bet tomorrow we'll probably have more of a breakdown of all the stuff that's going on there. But heads up, that's what's happening out there. I just like this name, Space Otter Charlie. It's an interesting one. I appreciate when somebody's got an interesting one in there. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, This is a reader mail question. Uh, I don't want to give it too much time because we're uh, running a a little bit long on the tooth here. But I want to toss it out there just to get you all speculating and then maybe be a time capsule if it actually happens. But KDG wrote into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says, Hey, Greg and Chelsea. I just logged into Bloodborne, parentheses, chasing the platinum, and was met with a message that servers will be down for several hours for essential maintenance on Tuesday morning. With the state of play imminent, is this a reason to get excited for a 4K slash 60 frames per second patch or just coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> do, do, do. I it's don't that, know. I don't know either. And so I, I, mean, I would be like, no, don't. But then it's also like, well, maybe. I, last night, somebody pointed out, um, like, hey, is it weird? And I, this might have, tell, tell me if this has happened. You're wrong. Uh, They're they like, is it weird? Like, nobody talked about uh, what games are going to be free on PlayStation Plus next month. And I was like, oh. And they're like, maybe they're saving for state of play. And I'm like, oh. And it's like, I refuse to do that. I refuse to get excited. Like, state of play is going to be 10 indie games. There's going to be a little bit more on uh, um, Ratchet. We'll get something on Returnal. Uh, There'll be a bunch of little games and updates in there. And that'll be fine for me. If they they come out and they do something outside of that and blow me away and and Tim freaks out, great. But I I ain't freaking out about it. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't. I just want to put it in there. Give you a little salt. Give you a little seasoning for the state of play to get you excited about. We'll see how it all shakes out in the end. Instead, 
Let's squad up. Of course, this is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash games. Give me your name, username, and platform of choice. I read here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Tyler needs help in Pokemon Go. Tyler's Pokemon Go name is TJF the Great. Oh, but he's got, uh, that's what he put in. I don't know what that's actually. Anyways, hi, Gregs. Uh, hi, hi, guys, actually. I don't know why I said Gregs. I am writing in to squad up with some best friends at Pokemon Go. I need to send someone sweet, nasty gifts to unlock the next level of all-in-one 151 research challenge. If anybody wants gifts or is also working towards that blue, shiny Mew, my friend code is 1911-56-55-0195. Thanks. If you... Want to go be Pokemon Go friends with Tyler? Punch in the friend code 19 11 56 55 01 95 and just have a good time playing some video games. Chelsea, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roost your teeth, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Uh, nanobiologist writes in to say that Witcher is actively filming just an FYI. So perhaps it was Henry Cavill getting into gear and then reading, you we know, a spec it. script for whatever else he's going on to. Uh, that's news I'll talk about tomorrow or not. Do. Yeah, and this is just people going on. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, next level, Nick says, Greg was referring to GeForce, GeForce Now when discussing NVIDIA's streaming service. NVIDIA Shield is the gaming tablet device NVIDIA makes slash made. That is correct. Thank you very much. That it, wh- Why would I talk about that, Frank Frederick? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That was it. We did pretty well. We corrected ourselves as we go. We had a good time. Uh, of course, Chelsea, your time with us isn't done. You're hanging out for the post show on patreon.com slash games. But for all these people who aren't going to come over from YouTube or from the podcast services, one last time, where can people keep up with you? What should they be on the lookout for? You can follow me at Jesus Hot Wheels. Which is a great name, but it's one of those that's so great. Yesterday, Barrett hit me up and he was like, what's Chelsea's Twitter? And I Googled and Googled and I was like, just put Iron Galaxy. I couldn't find it. And now I'm so disappointed that I didn't know it was Jesus Hot Wheels. I don't know how I ever ah, missed that. You could have asked me. I would have shared it yeah, with but you. It was, I mean, you know, it, I, the way, I'm sure it's the same way it works for you, is that it was, I was in the middle of a different show. Sure. And so it was that thing that popped up and I'm like, I, can you Google? I don't, okay, then it was can that. Can you, you know find what I mean? her? She's, yeah. I, I hide. It's true. Call Dave Lang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you know, get Vinyaki's number off that old giant bomb oh, thing. Call God. him to get Dave Lang's number and then call him. You work with children. You are, you know what I mean? Like you got absorbed into this group of children. They're big. They're big children. They are big children. Big. That's true as well. Big Those big, beautiful kids as we call them. <laughs> uh, keep up with you then on Twitter. Yeah. And see everything that uh, Iron Galaxy is up to. I can't wait to hear about this new IP very soon. Right? Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, you if you're watching live on Twitch right now, you can hang out. Uh, Blessing and Snowbike Mike are playing something right after this. I forgot what it was. Uh, and then, of course, tomorrow we will be back with one final Games Daily for the week. It will be me and Blessing reuniting on a Friday to run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Uh, until next time, though, it's been our pleasure to serve you. We'll see you on Patreon.com slash Games.